0: hey this is carlos ggs from guitar god secrets welcome back got you a cool exercise today this is one that i think is probably one of the uh, the best ways to really learn how to visualize your fretboard and to give you true fretboard freedom that's right the ff word well it's a great phrase to think of because fretboard freedom is what you want you want the liberation the ability to go anywhere you want to any notes you want on the fretboard and not have to worry about, geez, am I staying in key? Is that a legal note? Is that okay? Is it going to sound weird? You know, one of, the, one, one of the things you learn early on if you play in a band is that if you hit a wrong note every so often, it, it's physically painful. It literally hits you kind of in the gut like somebody punches you when you throw a wrong note in. Because you don't want to do that. You don't want to sound off-key. You don't want to sound like you're not playing with the band. And it doesn't even have to be the wrong note. It can be the right note at the wrong time. So I'm going to show you that quick, cool little exercise. And we're going to talk a little bit about some of the new gear that's out there and uh, something in particular about applications you can get for your phone that will help your playing. So we'll come to that in a minute. But first, let me give you this great, cool exercise. First, you want to pick up your, uh, your instrument. And I want you to get it uh, tuned up, of course, to standard. I always do everything tuned standard i have two guitars that are tuned down a half step for uh for when i play that kind of music like uh, old van halen or uh the second album uh, ozzy's second album with randy Rhodes, stuff like that that we you know you know is tuned down Ingve of course and uh but i'm in regular standard tuning and uh reference note that's the a at the fifth fret And we're going to be in A minor, which is 5-8 low E, 5-7 A, 5-7 D, 5-7 G, 5-8 on the B, and 5-8 on the E. So... want you to do is you're going to be tapping in pentatonics. I'm keeping things in pentatonics most of the time because I want to keep the exercises fairly simple. If you want to add in another note to make it hexatonic or another note to make it the full diatonic scale, go right ahead if you're up to that level of experience. But what's really good about pentatonic is the thing I was telling you about before, which is if you hit a wrong note, well it's very hard to do when you're playing pentatonics and it makes it easier for you to visualize because there's only two notes on each string. Okay? So now, here's how this exercise goes. You're going to be tapping on the eighth fret on the low E. Then you're going to have your first finger on the third fret on the same string, the low E, and you're going to pull off to it. And then you're going to hammer on to the fifth fret. That's the same pattern we're going to do across each string. You're going to hammer on with your right hand. You're going to use your tapping finger, of course, whichever it may be, index or middle. And then you're going to uh, hammer on. You're going to hammer on that first, and you're going to be hammering on the second note of the pentatonic first position. So if we're playing at the fifth fret, okay. So the top note would be what? It would be eight on the low E, seven on the A, seven on the D, seven on the G. 8 on the B, 8 on the E. Okay, you're gonna hammer on that with your right hand as you're basically, or I'm sorry, you're tapping with the right hand, but you're hammering on with the left hand the position just below it, which is the fifth pentatonic position. Let me go through that with you real quick 3 5 on the low E, 3 5 on the A, 2 5 on the D, 2 5 on the G, 3 5 on the B, 3 5 on the E. And all that is is the position right below the first position. And the common notes are, of course, all the notes straight across the 5th fret. Right now, go on, and we're going to get back into the exercise. Again, here's how it goes. Tap with your right hand at the 8th fret. Pull off to the 3rd fret. Hammer on with your finger to the 5th fret on the low E. So... Next string over on the A is tap with the tap the 7th, pull off to the 3rd, hammer on to the 5th. Next string is the D, hammer on to the 5th, or excuse me, tap on the 7th, pull off to the 2nd, hammer on to the 5th. And same on the G string. Then... S- the B string is hammer on, or tap with your right hand on the 8th fret, pull off to the 3rd, hammer on to the 5th, high E, hammer, uh, tap with the right, I keep wanting to say hammer on, tap with your right, I mean technically it is a hammer on, it's just done with your right hand, and I don't typically think of the two hands as being that separate, so tap with the right hand, 8th fret, high E, pull off to the 3rd, hammer on to the 5th, so overall it's going to sound like this. It's kind of a cool-sounding lick, especially if you want to turn on the distortion and crank that a little bit. But I'm keeping it clean today because I'm trying to play with cleaner tones so that everything comes through nice and clean. So again, going up, and if you don't like that pattern or if that pattern is too challenging for you, by all means, just go descending down straight down those three notes at the same um, the same way. You can tap with your right hand, pull off to the. Second note and the third note. So on the low E, it would be tap on the eighth, pull off to the fifth, pull uh, pull off again to the third, and then as you go across, it would sound like this. I don't know about you, but I actually find it kind of easier to do the pattern. I was just showing you. It's um, it's a little more bouncy sounding. It's kind of cool because it goes up and down, and it just has a better a lighter feel to it. Now the reason I'm showing you that particular pattern in that particular place on the neck is actually really important. You could move it anywhere else, but the reason is first of all that the fifth pentatonic position, the final one before you go back to the start again, um, the one that starts at the third fret when you're in A minor. That one is very symmetrical. It's exactly the same uh, if you mirrored it, which makes it very easy to memorize. It also makes it less taxing for you to remember as you're tapping these out. Now, what I want you to do as you're doing this exercise is you have to see the two patterns. You have to see the dots on the fret, uh, you know, each fret, each string, so that you see the pattern on the fretboard, kind of like you're looking at it in one of those fretboard diagrams you see in the books, you know, the ones you get from – Hell, Leonard or any of those companies that publish Tab or any of that stuff, you know, those little scale charts that they give you that show you the neck are actually really helpful because you have to memorize those dots in a way because you can see the pattern. That's all you really need to see as a guitarist is seeing the pattern. You don't need to necessarily see the note names, although you should eventually. You don't even have to see the interval names, like whether it's a you know flat third or if it's a, the second or the seventh or anything like that. You do, though, need to know at a minimum all the notes that comprise that scale. Then later on, you can go to define them a little better and know which ones work in which situations. So again, the reason we're doing it this way, the reason we're doing that is that as you go across the strings, your hands are gonna be learning both hands actually are going to be learning both pentatonic positions, and you're going to be using two positions at the exact same time. So you're seeing a big a big swath of the fretboard right there. That's um, I mean from the second to the eighth fret. That's six frets. Dude, that's like half the fretboard, right? So you can see quite a bit uh, in terms of distance, but then you're also going to be able to overlay that image of those dots you see in your head and where you're tapping with your right hand. And do some cool things like there, I was tapping the uh, the uh, blue note, the flat fifth. But you get the idea, right? You can see two positions at the same time. You can tap them, which makes it a cool lick that you can actually play. It's not just for practice anymore, dude. And it just sounds cool. I just I just love that sound. Let's let's put some distortion on. Hear how it sounds. You can see all the cool things you can do there. I was messing around and and just riffing on it, but there's so many things you can do with that. Then take it from there to the next one up or the next one down in terms of pentatonic positioning. You can do the first position plus the second position, and you can also uh, give wider intervals. You could play the first position pentatonic with the third position pentatonic, play up a whole other position further away and you can start to see the pattern of strings you can see the distance between them you kind of get a feel for what's going on in between the strings it's really a cool thing to do because the more you do it the more you're going to be able to visualize these and the more it's going to come out naturally in your playing and in your improvising all right so let's go on to the next thing i wanted to talk about some cool equipment that i've seen coming out recently and of course you're Probably uh, if you're hipping in the know on this stuff, the best thing you can be doing is going to some of the top sites like Sweetwater and Guitar Center and some of the top makers out there for the, the things that they're adding and see what the new equipment is that's coming out. I mean, we've seen pretty much everything under the sun as far as guitars come out, uh, coming out and things like that, but there's some really nice stuff coming out. I mean, I noticed uh, the new uh, effects setup from Line 6 is coming out, and that is called Helix. If you haven't seen it, take a look. It's actually pretty slick. Now, my problem with this particular uh, brand or this particular item would be that, well, first of all, I don't really need it anymore now that I've got a, a good axe effects. My fractal axe effects is awesome for effects. I can mix, match, do everything I need there. But the cool thing about this unit is that uh, the Line 6 is that it is pretty much a complete unit. Uh, I, I would question how it handles some of the input-output, but it's, it looks like a very slick unit. And for you that are looking for a really complete effects pedal setup, You've got 12 foot switches. It automatically labels what each one of them is with its little display. You don't have to put tape on it. You know, that's kind of lame. Uh, it's got a full color display. I think the display might even be a touch display. I'm, I'm not exactly sure on that one. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Don't hold me. Don't hold me to that one. All right. But take a look at it. It's actually pretty cool. With comprehensive I/O and whatnot, I just personally don't believe that Line Six's guitar or amp simulations are as good as the top of the line ones like Kemper's guitar modeling and, of course, Fractals' uh, guitar. Actually, I'm sorry, Kemper's guitar profiling and. Kemper fractal effects guitar modeling. Ah, oh, man, it's such a mouthful to talk about this stuff these days. But take a look at it. There's cool stuff like that out there, and of course, they of course make it look as super sexy as possible in their video. But you get an idea. There's some really nice stuff coming out, especially in the electronic area of guitar pedals and effects. Guitars, well, they're always guitars, right? And what are they going to do? They're going to add a ninth string? Are they going to make ten string guitars? Going to make 12? well, of course, they do have twelve strings, right? They do have twelve string guitars. But the stuff that's coming out, you're going to get some. I think. A very interesting options in terms of amps what they're going to be rolling into amps i think we're going to see a lot more comprehensive amps that will uh, not only have the amplifier itself but it'll also build in a lot of the effects that we take for granted and of course allowing for things like the ipad and other interface devices to be able to uh, change the effects and dial knobs and do all that cool stuff not to mention program and share that stuff because there's a lot of sharing going on now hey sharing's caring dude uh Another side that I wanted to mention briefly was the guitar application side of things. There's a a ton of great music app stuff out there for guitar. And I've got a bunch of them on my iPhone. Honestly, I have many more on my iPad because a lot of them just make more sense there, especially when it comes to tablature and things like that. But uh, as you know, of course, I'm a big fan and proponent of the Amplitube series of software, well, stuff, (laughs) simulators of guitar amps because they rock. Uh, And I'll talk more about that in the future again, too. I've got that on my phone and on my iPad, which is kind of cool if you think about it. You can actually emulate a total guitar amp stack and effects on your phone. It's just kind of incredible to me. And there's some great apps out there. I'm going to give you a few that I recommend. One is Fret Tester. Fret Tester is great because it helps you learn the names of the notes on all six strings, and you need to do that. Uh, It's just helpful. I mean, at the very least, you should learn where the whole notes are, maybe not the flat or sharp notes but you do need to know where a good portion of them are so you can find your way around if somebody says play a d uh one octave higher you should know how to do that almost instantly and you should also be able to locate it pretty quickly too and that skill is something that this app can help you get really quick You need a good tuner, of course. There's a lot of them built into things like uh, Guitar Toolkit. That's one of the ones I have on my phone. I also have Tab Toolkit, which I do recommend because there's some great tabs out there for it. And I'm finding that there's less and less out there in the public domain space for you to be able to just download a song that you like. Uh, It's harder and harder to do because of copyright issues. Power Chords is another app that I found that was particularly good. Uh, this app actually uh, shows you what the chord looks like, and you can move it to different positions on the neck, as well as change the type, make it a 6th, a 7th, Major 7th, minor 7th, ninth, diminished, augmented, all that cool stuff. Very good app to have. Um, what else is there that's really good? I'm looking at uh, some of the ones i still got on my phone here. Oh, um, InstaTuner. There's a, there's a lot of different tuners, by the way, that are... Uh, all really good auto chords is another application I highly encourage you to take a look at because what it does is it gives you not only um, it gives you basically a progression of chords in a particular key all right and it tells you what the overall feeling of that key emotionally is and how it works together It even gives you alternates and it tells you all the chords in the key so you can try substitutions of your own. A very good app um, it, it really was uh, a lot really helpful when I was learning some of the basics of some progressions that I was putting together, and I wanted to experiment a little bit. Kind of gives you some random ones and some things to try. Another one that's really good is Guitar Gym. And that's G-Y-M, as in I went to the gym to work out. Guitar Gym is by David Mead, and um, you'll you'll get a lot out of it because he's got a ton of exercises in there. And the exercises are not your usual exercises. These aren't things you're going to find in your typical Mel Bay or... Uh, Hal Leonard books, they're actually really good and really different. And he, he also has the uh, app, I believe, Play It For You. You can change the settings, you can have a metronome tick on it. It's really cool, and uh, it really stretches your skills a little bit. Definitely worth looking at. A few of the other ones that I like that are pretty good are things that show you the complete scale. So if you've got some downtime, you're standing in line, you can stare at a scale uh, pattern and then you know kind of learn it while you're not even near your guitar. It's actually kind of cool there is another app called UGFX that's ultimateguitar.com it's a it's basically a guitar effects application that allows you to use your phone as of course another uh, another typical amp simulator type setup this one's kind of nice for a basic feel of things and you might want to give it a try again i'm still kind of an amplitude guy so i look for the all-in-one solutions FretWiz, another great one to look at chords and oh, actually no, i'm sorry FretWiz is the another way of learning the notes of the the names of the notes on your guitar and they do it a little bit differently they go fret by fret up and down the guitar fretboard uh, it's just a different pattern and a different way of doing it another good app is JamIt. JamIt is uh, what they've done is basically worked with a bunch of different bands, a bunch of people to bring you basically an app that I'm, I'm looking at right now on my phone and it's asking me for all this stuff. And I get tired of all those messages uh, that they they constantly send you. Oh, great. Now I've got to download some, some f- f- songs. Okay. It doesn't take very long. What I did was I bought a couple. It is a, a paid or pay-for-use kind of app. And what it does is it has multi-track recordings of a song. And it allows you to dial out or turn turn out, just turn, turn down rather, any part of the song so you can focus on it. So you can turn up and only listen to the rhythm guitar in a song. Or the lead guitar for a solo that you want to learn. Or turn off both of those tracks so that you can play along and be the guitarist in the band. It's really pretty slick and they have a pretty good variety of songs, at least... Uh, From what I saw, I used it for a couple of songs from Judas Priest that I thought I wanted to do. Really good for learning the song. They give you the tab. They they teach you the song also, which is built into the app. Very worthwhile for you to take a look at. So there you go. Some good choices and applications. I'll cover more of those in the future because there's actually a bunch out there and a bunch I didn't even get to talk about because they're not even on my iPhone. I'll pick out some of the best ones and some of the ones you should take a look at and even ones that I don't use that still might benefit you in some way. So there you go. Great exercise, uh, an application rundown, and a little hint. And the only one I really got to talk about was the Line 6 Helix. But there are some great uh, new products coming down the pike, and I will cover those. Or I'll at least try to cover one or more of them in future podcasts so you can be uh, in the know on the latest and greatest. All right? I'll be talking again soon. This is Carlos GGS from Guitar God Secrets. You know. You know what you got to do, right? Get better at your playing get better faster go on over to com forward slash free video that's com forward slash free video and get your copy of my number one practice hack that'll get you playing better faster because it all comes down to the practice time the time we spend with the instrument if we can make it do more for us we can get better faster and i'm going to teach you and show you how to do that go on over to guitargodsecrets.com forward slash free video and i'll be talking again next time this is Carlos GGS, live to play, play to live. GuitarGodSecrets.com, Guitar God Secrets podcast and YouTube content and all content herein is copyright Morpheus Productions LLC. Feel free to contact Carlos at Carlos at GuitarGodSecrets.com. We welcome your comments, suggestions, and questions, and your donations. Live to play, play to live.